This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And when I ask myself, do I feel lucky? Well, do I, punk? The only answer I can come up with is, God, no, I'm here doing this podcast. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, have you recovered, man? I, mm, I mean, my, my heart's been irreparably broken, but, you know, I, I've gotten used to that. Ah, funnily enough, today's anime has the perfect solution for heartbreak. <laughs> Oh, does it? Does it, Sean? What a segue, man. I couldn't have prepared that even better. That's fantastic. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right, what what, what are we doing this week, Sean? Uh, What are we delving right into? Because it's been been an interesting couple of weeks. And, oh boy, oh boy, I would like some some change. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We I have just the change I think we can do. Because uh, last couple of weeks, I've shown you stuff that has had a rating of, like, in the medium to high sixes, which isn't great. Yeah. Uh, granted, much smaller uh, review scope for that, which is uh, part of it. But, at but the same- when, weebs, when weebs rate it between six and seven, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, it's either really, really bad or the uh, law of small numbers versus large numbers is in fact. Uh, but don't worry, because to this week's anime has uh, uh, in, a, in a twist we're actually doing a currently airing anime Remington oh okay uh, yeah uh, so because of the whole you know pandemic and all uh, anime selection has been a bit less than normal uh, for new shows this season yep uh, and other shows getting delayed and all that jazz so uh, I, I've been trying to keep up with a bunch of them and this one I just recently caught up on and I thought to myself yeah this could make an interesting episode and who knows maybe people will uh, be interested in our thoughts and opinions on an airing show I think it only has like two or three episodes left in it before it's done with its first season but who knows maybe we'll maybe we'll get even more popular with this one rem because uh-huh. uh while the other shows only had a couple thousand people reviewing it this one has had uh about uh for a new show not bad fifty thousand people review it oh man we, we, we're putting our fingers on the pulse we're actually contemporary for once i know i know for all we know this show could have gotten awful in like the fourth episode and i wouldn't know <laughs> off the top of my head actually but i do know i do i know exactly what happens uh <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, it's a bit on the lower end of things, but it's got over seven, which is pretty good. For, <laughs> all right, all in right. In comparison. Uh, so nothing super spectacular, but nothing that's going to make, uh, most grown men cry. Uh, uh, be- hey, can't wait for some mediocrity in this bitch. Yes, yes. So today, Remington, we're going to, uh, talk about, uh, oh boy, here we go, Japanese. Uh, Kanojo Okarishimasu. Uh, mm, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I'll pull up the translation for you in a second. Uh, but for right now, essentially, Remington, this show is about probably the worst case scenario of I want to, well, let's look. The best kind of humor is self-deprecating, as my horrible speech teacher taught me. Uh, so this is what would happen if I went down a really dark path. Uh, <laughs> is, is this a documentary about the podcast? Am I missing something? No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, because, uh, Remington, our, th- we are going to be following the story of two people, uh, of Kazuya Kinoshita, as well as uh, Chizuru Ichinose. All right, which one's you, which one's me, bitch? Well, mm, I don't know if you want to be either. <laughs> oh, uh, no. <laughs> But Kazuya, Kazuya is a college-age man, so we've got we've got adults, which is awesome. Okay, that's good. Good good indication. Uh, the fact that you were specifying that makes me a little bit worried, but nonetheless, all right, yes. better adults than not. Yes, and uh, he's been living the good life in college, but the, sh- the story starts out when he is irreverently dumped by his girlfriend. Oh, man, absolutely tragic. Yeah, it's it's the worst thing that can happen to a young man, I'm, so I'm told. Uh, <laughs> you, of course, you've, you've never faced heartbreak uh, or, or never, breakup. Never, not never, a single never, time. Never. I I am a Casanova, <laughs> a Casablanca, if you will. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and he is heartbroken by this fact because the first time he gets a real girlfriend, where it seems to be going well, then out of the blue gets dumped. Uh, he decides to you know start like browsing around to try and find ways to take his mind off of it, and uh, he finds a new and interesting app. Uh, he downloads this app and uh, is this gonna be some isekai bullshit? No, 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 no. There's no fantasy elements right. in the show whatsoever. Cool. All right. So he downloads Japanese Tinder. Actually, yes. Fucking nailed it. Yep. Yep. Japanese Tinder to hopefully find a new 
girlfriend. Except, uh, it's not exactly like Tinder, where it's a bunch of lonely single people looking to hook up. I mean, excuse me, find meaningful relationships. <laughs> uh, whereas, and he's browsing through it, he sees a bunch of pictures of pretty, pretty girls, and he realizes that by using this app, he can, uh, send a message to one of them, meet them for a date, give them a bit of money, and they'll pretend to be his girlfriend for the day. Oh. <laughs> so, Remington, the, the English title of the anime we're talking about today is called uh, Rent a Girlfriend. Uh, oh, okay. And <laughs> before you say anything, no, it's not prostitution. All they're doing is in exchange for a bit of cash, they will go on a date with you and be uh, with you in public. Maybe even hold I, your hand if you're lucky. Treat you well, say nice things to you. I, oh, it, okay. You know what? I'm, I, I, I could be a sassy little asshole. Yes. Like I tend to be a sasshole, if you will. A sasshole, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm often a sasshole. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I want to have a more more compassionate approach. Weeps, if you're in this position where you're so goddamn lonely that that, that that's the path you're considering, it, I, I genuinely don't think it's necessary, y'all. I think there are other options out there. I think there's 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 other methods, other ways to boost your confidence, make you make you more capable of, of putting yourself out there, trying some shit. I mean, it's, a, it's gonna a be bottle okay. of lotion and tissues goes a long way, I'm told. <clears throat> it's going to be okay, boys. Is and if, if you're a girl in that situation, but I, I understand this is a problem, at least in America, that mostly affects men. And to, to those men, uh, I, I sympathize, but there are better answers. Yeah, and I, I will say this. Uh, it's not the most out-of-nowhere thing uh, to happen in Japan. I, I don't know for certain if this is an actual thing that does happen, uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Because I don't know if you know this, Remington, but there are, like, maid cafes and uh, sleeping cafes and just weird cafes where people, you can pay people to treat you decently, give you a bite to eat, you know, theme places like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if this was a thing, but at the same time, I'm curious to see, uh, I'm curious to see what you think of it, because, uh, yeah, because if you, as you might have expected, Rem, this is also a rom-com. What ends up happening is, uh, our, our hero, our, our main protagonist, uh, decides to use the app out of a moment of desperation, goes on a fantastic date with this girl, uh, and scenarios happen, and then, out of nowhere, there. Uh, he's visiting his sick mother in the hospital. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, uh, interacting with the girl, uh, who also happens to be with their uh, with her, her sick grandmother. Oh, okay. You know that, that and... it really brings the love in the air when the 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 Look, when when our our mothers and grandmas die in front of us. That really, oh man, well, aphrodisiac right there. It, it's not exactly like that. It's more along the lines of a classic misunderstanding where. <laughs> uh, they overhear them talking about being boyfriend girlfriend uh and turns out uh both grandmothers are actually friends and uh are excited and uh can't wait to hear all the cute stories about uh their romance life uh and that's, that's where they like, get yeah, stuck no, together but here's up. the catch the girl uh keeps charging him all right and that's um, the comedy ensues all right so so um here's my analysis of this real quick before we start watching it properly yeah uh-huh. uh first of all why not just be like oh yeah, we broke up. Uh, and the, I mean, the reason as becomes clear by the fact that she's still charging him is that uh, essentially it just leads us uh, it, before watching. Of course, this is my impression. She is a money hungry bitch who's manipulating, uh, manipulating a poor boy uh, and use utilizing his uh, emotional ties with his dying grandmother to further such manipulation so that she can keep getting paid. And this poor boy, he, he does not have the wherewithal to realize really what's going on and make the smart decision to be like, oh yeah, no, we broke up and like stop fucking paying. Hmm. That, that would be a very interesting dark twist on this situation. <laughs> it's not even a dark twist. It's just it's just what it, it what it fucking is, brother. Hmm. 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 That, I mean, that could be the case, but I think you'll have to watch it to find out, Remington. If I'm honest. <laughs> oh my god. Because uh, ooh, there's some there's some interesting uh, there's some interesting things going on in this show. All right, you know what? Let's. Do it. Let's watch some emotional extortion up in this bitch. Yeah, and we won't even get to the most dramatic point in the series uh, so far. Uh, you're only gonna have to watch mm, four episodes. All right, that, that's that's an okay amount. And with that being said, try to have some sympathy, if at all possible, for the characters in this show. Otherwise, you might want to shoot yourself. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's get stoned. Let's go watch some Rent a Girlfriend.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming four whole episodes of the currently airing Rent a Girlfriend. And Remington, I it's been a minute, so I, do you feel like killing yourself or do you feel like killing somebody else? That's what we really need to establish first and foremost. You know what? Uh, my Oh boy, my, my brain is just a, a flurry of confusion and uncertainty. Uh, but I, 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 I do have one preliminary question for you, Sean. Ooh, okay. Questions. I don't get to answer these as often. How, uh, yeah, what's your question, Remington? How many times did you masturbate yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> I ask because as I've learned from that show, this is apparently a very natural and common thing to ask your bros about. So I, I recognize <laughs> that, you know, it's been a long time. I can't even remember the last time I've asked about your masturbatory habits. So uh, from this show, I, I just thought, well, if, if that's what it takes to be a, a real bro, then then I'm going to do it. So yeah, that there, well, there's my question. I appreciate you trying to reach out to me. Oh, maybe that's the wrong choice. I appreciate you trying to, uh, you know, get in touch with me in personal life. You know, pandemic and all makes things a bit tricky. But couldn't you have at least used like a, a clever witticism to make it a bit less uh, crude? You know, we don't want to be too blue on this podcast. You could have uh, called it something you know nice and easy like uh handing out free literature jeez <laughs> oh, uh unfortunately i couldn't because they certainly didn't that is the exact verbatim quote uh from from the show that i'm using there uh and i'll be honest to, to all of our listeners if you feel uncomfortable hearing about masturbation this may not be the episode for you because boy oh boy <laughs> this show discusses masturbation as w one of its major themes well to be fair to be fair <laughs> Uh, <laughs> when you're sad and lonely, Remington. <laughs> and even sometimes when you're not sad and lonely, sometimes hey, no, you just I like need... I, I ain't shaming anybody. <laughs> like if if you if you want to go wank off, that that is your right. Uh, I, I don't know if I personally like it in the media I consume. Uh, th I, I'm not a huge fan of that. But well, like, I mean, in your own private time, go for it. Whatever works. I mean, Remington, to be fair, this is a cringe comedy for the most part. And well, nothing's more cringeworthy than talking about, you know, pulling a horn or two. I agree with 50% of that. Uh, uh -oh. let's, let's, uh -oh. let's jump right into it, Sean. So, okay. so I, I mentioned in, in part one of the podcast, I, I railed against uh, Mitsu, Mitsu, whatever her name is, the girlfriend, rent a girl. Uh, Chizuru. Chizuru, sure. Chizuru. Or uh, Mitsuhara is her, uh, is her uh, rent a girlfriend name. Yeah, so we'll... So We'll just call her Mitzi. So Mitzi. Oh, wow. Good old, right, good old Mitzi. So I, I railed against Mitzi uh, in part one of the podcast. Uh, from the impression you gave me, I thought that she was being real scummy about everything and continuing to charge and taking advantage of an emotionally vulnerable man, right? Um, okay. Well, 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 after seeing a few episodes, there's still an element of truth within that. Um, I mean, yeah. My, my if views. You're using a service. You know, yeah. You my, pay for the service. My views have served. Certainly, my views have certainly changed, and yes. and you know we'll we'll get into the details of how they've changed. But needless to say, Mitzi is one of the lesser egregious characters in this show. Uh, when it comes she's to morality, probably one of the best characters in the show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so episode one, we, we start up and we start immediately with a breakup. We got uh, our our standard bland bitch virgin protagonist. Uh, what is his name again, Sean? Kazuya. Good old good old Kazu. Uh, so, so Kazuya, Kazuya, uh, he, we start out, he's breaking up, he, well, or getting broken up with, rather, uh, from his girlfriend, Mommy, uh, who, who, you know, one thing you can say about her, she, she has a head on her shoulders, unlike some others. And so, uh, that, 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 that that's my weeb joke of the episode. That's a good one. If you get it, I was actually funny there, uh, at least oh, for the weebs. I, I, I was expecting I'd have to pull that one out, but I'm glad that you did. You, you saved me the effort. You're I welcome, weebs. It. Don't say I, I never did. <laughs> anything for you uh so they, they break up and uh kazuya is just borderline traumatized from this it's his first girl and only girlfriend he's ever had uh they dated for like a month so then we get a scene where i mean he's all right 
here's a piece of advice. Yeah. So here's a piece <laughs> of advice for, for all the dudes out there. If you are emotionally distraught after a breakup and you really miss the girl, try not to like obsessively wank over her and over pictures of her nonstop. Uh, another thing that isn't very healthy, uh, Kazuya gets a little crazy and he's, he's just obsessed with these thoughts about his ex boning another dude uh, or many other dudes. And also he has a, a little bit of actual cuck tendencies. He he gets very horny at these thoughts, but also very sad. Uh, with, but, you know, to be fair, Remington, is there anything <laughs> in the story he doesn't get horny over? I, I feel like yeah. I feel like if you were to personify horniness and wimpiness into a simple character, uh, I think Kazuya would fit the bill pretty cleanly. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. And you know, hey, if, if, if you want to have cuck tendencies, that's fine. Once again, it's just really weirdly done in this media and also probably not healthy the way he's handling it. Uh, and so he's having these thoughts and he's just simultaneously like ugly sobbing and really horny at the same time, which is... <laughs> A Tuesday night for us. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's it's a, a weird scene, to say the least. But in his loneliness, he decides, find the app, rent a girlfriend. All right, he rents a girlfriend. Cool. So uh, we, we get to the actual date with the rent a girlfriend, right? They, they meet at a diner. Uh, Kazuya is just horribly awkward. I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Just treat people like people and your social life will will be much better. Like regardless of what gender and sex they are, just just treat them like you would any other person and it's fine. It's almost like, I, it's almost like that's a healthy way to build relationships even uh, if they're not inherently sexual or not. Yeah, like a large part of me feels bad for Kazuya, but uh, another part of me, he is a total creepy asshole all of the time. <laughs> so it makes it hard for me to feel like a lot of sympathy so they, they go on a date they go to an aquarium and Kazuya knows about fish and she's super interested and it's going great uh and so they they leave and when, when they're on their way home right she she casually like grabs his hand all shyly and it's a real cute moment uh and, and when they finish he goes and he checks the reviews right uh to leave a review himself but then he sees the reviews that that uh like the the holding hand maneuver is something she's done before and uh uh, her being nice and caring is something that she does because that's literally what he hired her for. And so... I don't know. I don't he... know, Remington. Whenever <laughs> I go to Hooters, uh, so, I always am very upset when my waitress is talking to another person. You're like, but I really thought we had a connection, though. Yeah. yeah so, so he leaves a, a one-star review and just trashes her in the review because he's a creepy little ass asshole she's mm -hmm. she literally did what he paid for what the fuck did you expect brother like oh my god so then he decides uh he, th he thinks about his ex again and he decides he needs another date uh and on this date it's really awkward because he knows that it's all a ruse because for some reason that didn't click the first time and then he just he makes a big scene in public right and mm -hmm. just an outburst uh, As you do. And she takes him to the side and she's like, hey, this that's really not cool. You literally paid me for this. She's like, right on all counts. And he he just has this little sob story nonsense. He's like, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I, I had this thing with my ex and it was real rough. And I don't know. I just feel so sad and pathetic. And she's like, listen, dude, I am here for a job, right? So you can't just do shit like that and be crazy and then leave me bad reviews. That's not okay. Which she is totally correct about uh you'd be surprised how regularly she's corrected the series yes like almost all the time and so they that's when they get like the call uh to the hospital uh because he still has time she shows up with him all right cool grandma show, wants to show off there's a weird scene where they try and hide under covers and dude is once again super creepy and like oh god her body is so soft and I fucking hate him so much. I, oh my god, Kazuya. I, ah, uh, oh, if, if, worry, if you Rem, see Everybody's in the same camp as you. If, if you see any part of yourself in Kazuya, if you were watching this at any point, and if any of you thought, wow, what a sympathetic protagonist. I, I'm not going to accost you. I'm not going to attack you. But I want you to just take a moment of self-reflection, please, for your sake and those around you. I think that would be very, very valuable. Uh, so, so yeah, eventually they're found. 
and the grandparents figure out blah, 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 blah. And they're like, all right, well, don't worry. We'll just like tell them we broke up about it and it'll be fine. Whatever. Not a big, you know, a very reasonable and smart plan. Uh, and that that's when uh, we, we see his first day on campus. Uh, that That's where we get the, the bros coming up behind him and being like, hey, brother, how many times did you masturbate yesterday? Which is weird. Um, just not, I don't, <laughs> that's not how I talk to my friends, but I don't know. Uh, his group of friends, so as we learn, they're actually like really into abstinence. <laughs> They're, they're like the virgin crew, and they are all in on it. Uh, it's less that they're into that and more like they just don't want to be the first uh, like pair to lose, as it were. <laughs> it's real they weird. Don't, they don't want Kazuya to have the upper hand, essentially, because they know he's a piece of shit. It, it, it's a weird dynamic, I'll be honest. Uh, but hey, virgin bros unite. Good for you guys. You, you have a support network. Uh, and a cellular network, as it turns out. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> they, they, then Kazuya and Mitzi, they run into one another. And even though Mitzi has like a different outfit, uh, both of them stop for like 10 seconds and it's like, oh my God, it's you. Uh, but silently. And then like they go their separate ways and the virgin bros are like, what was that all about? And he's like, I don't know. Uh, which I don't know why it needs to be such a big deal. Like, just, just don't worry about it. Just just be fucking chill. Just stop making it weird. Uh, that, and that, that was also on her. Well, the, the, the horny energy is a very powerful force. I, I feel like if we could ha- harness yeah. the horny energy contained within this show and within most people, we would solve all kinds of world <laughs> issues. And it's like, I can understand why he behaved this way. It seems slightly out of character for her to behave this way because no- normally she's like super well composed. But as we're going to see within this story this is definitely a story of convenience rent a girlfriend is a trashy soap opera where everything needs to happen in the most dramatic way possible and every coincidence is the the most dramatic one right it is trashy soap opera 100 i mean i don't disagree with you there yeah and so episode two we we get started and at the start of episode two we learn that uh that in this dorm uh or little apartment dorm thing right it's an apartment building for students. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, they are Mitzi and and uh, Kazia. They are next door neighbors. Oh my, how awkward for them. Uh, meanwhile, Grandma, Grandma is like, hey. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. Let's see which bit this is. Yeah. So Grandma is like, hey, I want to see your girlfriend again. She was great. Uh, and also, yeah. I'm really into this bullshit idol clicker anime girl game, which I actually love that quality about the Grandma. Oh no, the Grandma. Grandma is probably one of my favorite characters <laughs> just because because she's she's that archetype of older characters like I want my grandkids to have kids and I want my kids to be happy but at the same time she's also hilariously obsessive about every little thing yeah like she just really likes her mobile anime girl games that are pay to win and she's just really into those and I like that quality about her also I will also say uh, every uh, that grandma is basically the surrogate character for most of the audience in regard to uh, Chizuru because like you know how there are best girl debates about shows Remington yeah sure uh, there's not really any arguments in the show <laughs> <laughs> in that regards because everybody uh, loves uh, uh, Mizuhara or Chizuru whatever you want to call her and the grandma is like the personification of that and I find that to be the most hilarious part of the show <laughs> 100% so uh, the grandma is going to come visit she wants to see uh, Mitzi right uh, mm-hmm. and because because bitch boy Kazuya is is such a coward he cannot tell her hey we broke up right he can't express that to her so she's on her way and so he he tries to borderline force himself into mitzi's apartment like she has it locked but he is going crazy and he's like please just come in for 10 minutes oh dear god i need you because i need her to believe it and she's like what the fuck are you doing because what the fuck is he doing that's not okay in any way uh uh, and so grandma comes over uh, with Kazuya. They're, they're chatting. Uh, and and right right as Kazuya is about to, to say it, right, uh, then Mitzi shows up and is like, oh, hey, I'm happy to be here. Uh, because, like, the grandma sob story bullshit. Uh, hey, it's okay to feel bad for grandmas, even if you have 
to deal with a really shitty, shitty grandson. Well, yeah, but you're just making it worse for everyone. And like that applies to Mitzi too. She Mitzi is making it now worse for everyone in the long run. And that's fucked up. And everybody is making the wrong choices except for grandma. Uh, But real, real fucked up. It just doesn't work for anybody, but it has to happen because of the plot. So otherwise we wouldn't have a plot. Essentially, Mitzi is like real level-headed and smart and practical about things until mm -hmm. she can't be for plot purposes. Uh, that That is her character, essentially. She she has complete control of the situation uh, and she handles things amazingly well until you need the plot. So uh, so that that happens, right? Uh, they, then uh, they, they're just doing this, this type of thing, blah, blah, blah. All right, they go to visit the grandma weekly. So they go to visit the grandma on a little date, cool. On the way, uh, and that happens largely because uh, yet again, uh, just to reiterate, uh, Kazuya is always wanking over his ex. Always, at all times. So well, anytime- not always. I mean, he has to go out in public sometimes, Remington. Even then, I am unsure because <laughs> it, it pushes it. So uh, on coming back from their visit to the grandma, right? Then they run into the Virgin Brothers and the Virgin Brothers <laughs> are like- I mean, they have names, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not and, gonna and remember one of them name. is actually kind of a, a pretty solid bro. Uh, yeah, ye yes, ish, ish, very much ish. Uh, there, there's no grandma is the only good person in this show. Everyone else is pretty shitty. Uh, Mitzi is the best of the shitty, but also still pretty fucking shitty. So, so they're like, stop trying to inoculate our friend into a cult because that's the only reason an attractive girl could be with him. Uh, which you know, relatable. I've had that exact reaction with Sean and a pretty girl when I saw him downtown and I was like, wait a fucking minute, he's in danger. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, you've done similar things, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like you're you're making it out as this very absurd situation, but anytime you see an opportunity to make me look a bit foolish and have some kind of weird alternate effect, you take it wholeheartedly. Just looking out for for my bros, bro. Yeah, yeah you're worried I'm going to be taken in by Scientology or something. Exactly. Uh, but that couldn't happen. That'd be ridiculous. Uh, that uh, the, reference that would, to our Patreon pre banter. Uh, <laughs> 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 patrons, you know what we're talking about. Anyway, so. Uh, so it's explained like, oh, this is my girlfriend. Uh, and they're like, oh, let's all eat together. And he's like, okay, even though his time is up, uh, which is not cool or okay at all. Like, it's not that hard to be like, oh, actually she has somewhere to be. That is not difficult at all, but plot needs to happen. So all the characters are shitty. So they show up uh, to to this dining establishment of some variety. I don't know what to call it. What 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 is it specifically called, John? Because it's, it's a specific kind. I, I bar <laughs> is it just a bar it's one of those like we've seen them in anime before usually it's involved also having karaoke in these like yeah like cubbies. it's basically just a fancy bar restaurant area i forget the exact term for it but it's uh just essentially a bit more private dining situation very good for things like mixers which is what that uh little party would turned out to be <coughs> Yeah, uh, and, and so they, they show up, and there's there's more friends there, including his ex. Oh, no! Uh, that's gonna be real awkward. Uh, and so uh, every, everyone is, is a little bit awkward at first, but, you know, break the ice. Eventually, Mommy slides over, and she's talking with Mitzi, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and she does, like, it, it explains this in an evil fashion, but frankly, I have seen this maneuver before. She she gives a very upbeat, casual warning to to mitzi right right where uh what it amounts to is like oh god i hope you know that you're dating like a complete creep who doesn't respect boundaries right uh but it's like oh yeah dude you know I, I i struggled with him sometimes with these elements but i'm sure you're doing fine and it's like i i've i've seen that before i, I think i've been in the position where i've had to like give that low-key warning before where it's like the, they're mm -hmm. right there so you don't want to be like like, 
and also maybe they're just happy and everything is great. So you, you don't want to be like, you're fucking crazy. This person is awful. You don't want to be with them, right? You don't want to say that. So instead you're just like, oh yeah. And you try to show them the red flags subtly, right? Yeah, Just a little, a uh, little but, wave, a little, a little uh, flash of a flag, if it were. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, hell yeah. I, I, I thought I saw these red flags within it, but you know, that's probably my own fault. Uh, and that's like a message to the person dating them just to be like, hey, just so you know, look the fuck out. Uh, so... Because this guy's horny on main, and I don't know if you'll be able to handle that. Yeah, um, but, uh, Mitzi, uh, a true professional, she stands up for her, her fake boyfriend, and she's like, hey, you shouldn't talk bad about him like that, that's real fucked up, and she's like, and, and Mommy, like, sort of tries to, uh, take it back, and she's like, oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about, my bad, I didn't mean it, uh, and Mitzi's essentially like, fuck you, that was rude, isn't that right, Kazuya? Uh, to which Kazuya uh, is like, hey, could you not yell at mommy? That's real fucked up. Because uh, he is a bitch. <laughs> He's the worst man. Uh, so he, uh, he if you can call him that. He instead like defends mommy against the girl defending him. Uh, and so Mitzi then is like, all right, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave then I'm out. I'm gonna go. Uh, and so we have Kazuya. He sort of tries to like follow-ish, right? And it's at this point, it's late at night. Um, Kazuya's all alone in an alleyway. He's like, oh, fuck, I fucked it all up. Uh, mommy shows up and is like, hey, baby, you want to fuck? And that's that's episode <laughs> two. Um, oh, that's not what they said. <laughs> they said, do you want, my place isn't too far. Do you want to come visit? That could mean anything, Reptile. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Every time a girl has invited me over to her place, it's always been for good, wholesome reasons. <laughs> oh, uh, but 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 of course, either you're just like, yeah, let's let's do some some D and D at yours, yeah. Uh, I, I, I joke about that, but for, for Sean, that is his ideal date. 10 times out of 10. I, I, You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, if if, it, if it was a question of like really good sex or uh, a solid D&D &D group that you'd actually be able to finish a campaign with. Uh, oh, what's that? You want to you wanna roll up a... Uh... <laughs> You want to roll up a lizard man barbarian with me? That sounds that sounds like right as it's right up my alley. Get oh, nice ooh. and steamy. Ooh. What's that? A tabaxi rogue. Ooh, <laughs> stealthy. So uh, then we get to episode three. Episode three. Uh, we we get we start off right where we left off, where mommy is like, "Hey, baby, want some fuck?" Oh, actually, my brother's home, so he couldn't. And so then he's like, "Oh, but well, like, what about my house? Maybe I don't. Oh, god." Uh, and then he runs away. Which, uh, <laughs> he just. He just awkwardly and abruptly runs away. I'm telling you, man, if we can harness the horny, we'll get a perpetual motion machine out of this. Yeah, because now he's like, oh, no, maybe I should, like, apologize to Mitzi. So he shows up, like, and he finds Mitzi at the apartment, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, dude, it's fine. This is literally my job. Just make sure that, like, you pay me the extension, and I literally do not give a shit. Uh, and he's like, I just feel real bad because, you know... My my life is so hard and I'm so, I'm so pathetic. And she's like, dude, I, it, it, if, if you want to keep renting me, that's fine. And I'll comfort you, but also shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cause he's just he's the worst. Uh and you know that that's a little bit uh manipulative on, on her part, I think. Still taking advantage of him when he's sad and pathetic uh to get paid. So it's like, yeah, I she's mean, she is a college student, so she needs the money. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. Uh even though I'm I'm gonna go make a wild assumption here, but I'm gonna wager that school in Japan is probably a bit more affordable than it is here. God bless America. Uh, uh but yeah, just a message to to everyone out there. Don't let your dick brain turn you into into an annoying and insufferable asshole. Like that is just a very strong principle to keep in mind whenever possible. If you're feeling real horny and and you're behaving in, in uh, an asshole fashion, I don't know. Maybe that's a good time to to. I mean, we could literally use a quote from the show that I saved because I thought it was quite amusing. <laughs> Do share it with us, uh, Sean. Uh, don't let your dick dictate your actions. Yep, it, it's real straightforward. Uh, it's a good <laughs> good principle, boys. We we've all fallen victim to our dick brain, but yeah, you need to. 
to mitigate. It's not exclusive to guys either. Like it goes all ways. But let's face it, statistically speaking. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, then we the the rest of this episode, like all the friends are going to the beach, right? Including mommy and the Virgin Bros, right? And Kazuya, of course. They're going to the beach, uh, and we're shown as they're going to the beach. Mommy is is texting somebody. It doesn't matter. Uh, She's texting mysteriously, talking about how she is going to break uh, Kazuya and Mitzi up. She's going to break them up uh, because she's also a manipulative asshole, right? Yeah, you know, the vindictive jealousy. Her her intentions aren't even super wildly clear at any point. It's sort of just like, yeah, because she is maybe jealous or something? Yeah. And and that's about the extent of her motivation. Um, It's a little bit of jealousy mixed with a little bit of, hey, I dumped this piece of trash and yet somebody else is with him. That can't be okay. But like, for some reason, mommy is single despite like every guy being super ridiculously into her. It's weird. Who knows? Uh, She's she's your manipulative bitch archetype. But mommy is bad. Mommy is bad. She is a total asshole. She is a manipulative bitch, 100%. She's still not the worst character of this show morally because Kazuya is still the biggest asshole of this entire show for so many reasons. Uh, Oh no, I'm not disagreeing with you on this one, man. (laughs) Like I said in the first half, if I had no social skills whatsoever, this could have been like the darkest timeline for me. It's it's real rough. It's real rough. Uh, so then, uh, as they're all chilling at the beach and Kazuya is ogling over mommy, then uh, then what do you know? Mitzi arrives, but Mitzi has arrived in her normal form, and and like people maybe sort of don't maybe ish recognize her. Who knows? It's Clark Kent syndrome. She wears glasses, <laughs> and so she's unrecognizable. I mean, glasses and braids. It's a lot of. It's a very solid disguise. <laughs> Plus, can... mannerisms are everything. Uh, sure, I guess. You can't see her tits as much. That that could cause it. Uh, yeah. So uh, they end up, Mitzi and Kazuya end up in a bathroom together talking about like, what the fuck's going on? What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then mommy shows up and like, she can hear Kazuya and she's like, hey, blah, 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 trying to start a conversation. Uh, and she's like, what was going on there? I heard, uh, I heard you talking. He's like, oh, my phone. And she's like, that's bullshit. Your phone was on the beach. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. And then Mitzi shows up in in rent a girlfriend form. Uh, she's she's done a transformation. Um, and and so mommy is like, oh well, it's, uh, I I didn't know you'd be here. What do you know? Oh my goodness. Um, then they they go back to the beach. Mitzi just abandons her friends. Just fuck them, I guess. Uh, because Kasia is the center of this show and thus nothing exists beyond it. Uh, and so they're all chilling, the whole group, right? Uh, eventually, Mommy is like, hey, Kasia, I lost my bracelet. Could you help me find my bracelet over here uh, on the other side of this rock? And he's like, sure. And so then she pretends to slip and then she falls into his arms and then she plants one on him. Um, How saucy. I know. So, oh my goodness. So, so saucy. Here's the thing. Like, Kazuya, at this point, he's starting to be like, yeah, maybe I I think I might just want to get back with Mommy, right? But, like, why doesn't he, he, at this stage, he's at no point told Mitzi this, where he could just be like, hey, I still want you to rent you as a girlfriend, but, like, now it's for the sole purpose of, like, getting Mommy jealous, right? Because... Mitzi's a professional. She she's will be fine with that, as she has already shown and will continue to show. Uh, instead, Kazuya is just a total asshole about the whole situation in so many ways. Uh, also, this is the first episode we get an outro, right? Yeah. Uh, which is just a very shallow masturbation metaphor for the entirety of the outro. Yeah, you, you uh, some of you listeners, you think I'm joking. You think you think I'm trying to find masturbatory habits into everything. Oh no, sorry. I assure you. That is what I mean, this outro is about. Remington, are you sure you're not just painting this with broad strokes? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm definitely not, Sean. It is. Uh, it is very clear because it shows. It shows Mitzi, mommy. Two girls we haven't met, one that has a perpetually flushed face for some reason, and they're all doing a bunch of, like, erotic poses and cheerleader bullshit, and he, uh, he, he's just shaking, uh, shaking a, a soda can real vigorously the whole time, uh, until it eventually explodes, you know? Uh, who knows? Yeah, yeah, real subtle. happens. Pop the top. Uh, so, final episode, episode four. We're almost fucking there, folks. We, we get, like, a flashback to the, them dating Kazuya and Mommy and their, their month-long relationship. 
uh, cool. We get a, a call from grandma, uh, which is fun. She's saying, oh yeah, I'm getting dispatched from the hospital. Won't be there anymore. Cool. Uh, and so Kazuya's like, all right, so that means that we don't need to visit her weekly, me and Mitzi. All right, cool. All right, th this is working out well. Then maybe I can be with mommy and it's all fine. Um, so then, then everyone's just like eating food and chatting with one another on the beach. This All these friends, right? Everyone's together. And eventually, like, people are asking about Mitzi and stuff. And all of this leads to Kazuya thinking, all right, this is the best way to handle this. And him being like, actually, we were planning on breaking up real soon, weren't we? And she's like, uh, yeah, yup, yes, we were. And he's like, yeah, so, you know, that's not gonna last long, so who cares about that? Uh, and then one of his friends, uh, Kida, I think, something like that? Uh, so his, his virgin bro Kida just beats the shit as out of Kazuya. Out of fucking nowhere. It feels very unwarranted. Mm. Uh, but it just cements, like, how trashy this show is, right? Uh, like, I'm just expecting, uh, I'm, I'm just expecting someone to come out and be like, and you're the father! And for all hell to break loose, right? Uh, people to be saying, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Just chaos. That is, that is what this show is at its heart. That is what this show wants to be. So Kida, he's so frustrated that his brother, his, his virgin brother is throwing a great opportunity with Mitzi away, all because he's horny for his ex. Uh, and he's like, how dare you? And Kazuya, and, and, and Kazuya, he's, he starts hitting back and they're like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck, bro? Uh, and don't get me wrong. Kida is right about Kazuya's motivations entirely. I don't think punching is the answer, but this show has to be as trashy as possible. Uh, so M Mitzi, she, she leaves, right? Uh, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck, this is weird. Uh, Kazuya goes to like briefly talk to her and it's like, yeah, no, I mean, this is fine. If both of our grandparents are getting dispatched, uh, th this is fine. Both of our grandparents getting dispatched from the hospital, breaking up with our friends. Like, this is fine. Genuinely fine. He's like, oh God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, dude, it's fine. And he's like, I just didn't know how to handle it. I feel super overwhelmed. And you know, back there, I should have handled it differently. I'm just so trashy. And she, oh my God, I... The constant never-ending pity party that he throws himself is one of the most irritating things. I don't give a shit just to be better. Just stop being an awful human. I, I don't care about you being like, oh, I'm real trash, I guess. Yes, you are, but you can get better if you try instead of constantly seeking validation. God damn it, I hate this man so fucking much. Uh, and so, and so she, Mitzi goes off on her own meanwhile she's met up with uh with virgin bro right and virgin bro and mitzi they start having a chat kazuya he he lurks he's lurking Oof. um kita is like oh you know he's just super optimistic which i feel like we have different definitions uh, he's like kazuya is not optimistic he's horribly pessimistic about everything he's just also horribly naive and doesn't understand reality so like if that's how you want to go sure why not kita we'll go with that uh, and then there's this story about a flower that Ka Kazuya grew once. Cool. And Kita's like, so, like, please just, like, take him back. Be with Kazuya. He really needs it. Uh, which is not great. I've been in that position before where, like, a girl's best friend has been who, like, a girl who I was gonna break up with, her best friend who saw what was coming was like, hey, but, like, please don't. I know that she's, like, crazy and super toxic for you, but, like, you're really good for her. And it's like, that doesn't matter, though. Like, <laughs> that's i i appreciate you trying but if a relationship is is based on that bullshit it's not gonna work like it's just not gonna work so kita is, is virgin bro kita is like also here's some tickets to the ferry for you to uh, i've got some bad news for you remington oh i lost you as soon as you set started saying stuff about uh them breaking up like him bringing up breaking up good god that was a minute ago yeah no i was trying to interrupt you multiple times but apparently my voice was not coming through at all. Yep, not at any point. Yeah, like, and I dropped the call multiple times. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I waited to continue when you were on, but apparently that would not work. No, 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 no. I mean, Dylan might be able to work some editing magic, uh, to, it seemed like, but it'd just be essentially like three minutes completely void of my responses, so. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can, we, we can. Yeah, miss, no, that's know, okay. Let's have, let's have this two-man podcast where we have a conversation with each other, <laughs> and it's heavily based on our interactions and our f- thoughts and views and opinions. And let's just cut out one of them for a solid like three or four minutes. <laughs> no, here's, here's what we'll do. We'll just, we'll just have Dylan include this bit to explain why you were silent for those minutes, and we're good. <laughs> Well, with like a little blur, like a little like uh, technical difficulties, please wait and music thing, you know, like the da 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 thing. And then just cut to this. Really? That's what we're going to do? Oh, no. Like right after. Generally, how it'll go? Like, I'm going to talk. Then we'll we'll like sort of cut. We'll cut back to this. People will be like, what the fuck just happened? And then we're, we're explaining it now. So it's fine. Uh, so welcome back, Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Internet is a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Oh God, God. Dylan's gonna fucking hate this. You're you're gonna be the one who apologizes to him. I hope you know. We are so high quality on this podcast. Uh, professional scale. So, fucking hell. So, uh, discussing like flower story, discussion with Kita, uh, coerced by friends, etc., etc. Uh, Kita's like, hey, here's some tickets to the ferry, uh, for you both. Uh, and that's when uh, Kazuya. I can't remember what he does. He, does he sneeze? Does he cough? What he he just jumps out of the bushes he was hiding in for some reason. I can't remember. Uh, uh, a dog sees him and barks at him. Oh, yeah. Uh, once again, because something needs to happen. Uh, the, the amount of convenience well, I mean, in this dog, show. So. It, it's true. I'll take it. Uh, so Kita leaves them alone, and Mitzi's like, all right, well, here's your ticket, I guess. Uh, and they go on the ferry. Uh, meanwhile, Mitzi sort of is feeling, like, sick around this time on the ferry or something. Something's off with her. Uh, and so Kazuya tries to apologize, and she's like, dude, just, like, give me a minute dear god uh because Kazuya's is the most un- insufferable man then he, Kazuya he gets a phone call and it's it's from mommy all right so uh mommy is like hey can we meet up right now and he's like uh well not right now but like maybe in 10 or 15 minutes uh and she's like all right and he's like all right so they they agreed to meet in the pool where she's just all alone uh and then right at that moment Mitzi has decided to go to the very edge of the boat and she faints over the boat or something like that uh, she wasn't feeling well on the ferry getting sick probably a combination of all the stress and whatnot and uh thought to maybe either puke over the side or clear her head or whatever but then you know yeah she passes out over the edge of the ferry yeah, she straight <laughs> yeets herself on over and then like you know uh yeah I, I i'm not a ferryman myself uh as much as it feels like i'm constantly traveling down the river sticks every time we do this goddamn podcast i'm not a ferryman uh but i imagine that there there's protocols for if someone falls over right and that like the the people working on the ferry would would be good people to immediately go to especially because many people notice this incident but no kazuya decides that he's gonna jump overboard and save her himself god damn it which if anything just seems like it would risk causing more problems for the workers of the ferry because now they have to worry about saving two people one of them being a dumb dumb bitch in kazuya it it, it just feels like (laughs) not the right move like but remington it's a heroic act of selflessness you know a girl that you pay regularly falls (laughs) off of a ferry and of course you can't let her just die you have to save her so you dive off and you save her it's real dumb in theory because that's the cliffhanger yeah that that's where we left oh such a cliffhanger uh and then we get the masturbation outro so that's that is the amount of rent a girlfriend that i have witnessed uh, I think it's a good solid amount. I feel like I gave you a nice little breadth of things. Some half of the four girls that are uh, in the show. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing to me that they, they feel the need to add more. Because, um, <laughs> oh, oh God, I can't imagine that improving the show. Uh, uh, let me put it to you this way, Rem. I watched this on a week-by-week basis as part of the research for this. And because, I'll be honest, uh, Pandemic has left me limited seasonal anime to watch. It's getting a little better now, but at the time it was a bit rough. And I only made it to about uh, episode eight uh, before I stop. And there are currently, I think, 12 episodes out right now. So for all I know, uh, things could have massively improved or things could have massively gone down the shitter. But I will say this, at episode eight, things got a lot, lot worse. <laughs> I, I didn't know such a thing would be possible, Sean. Mm. Oh, yes. <sighs> if you thought Kazuya was at his lowest. You know, the, all it, this it is... It got a lot lower. Th- this, this is just like uh, an episode of... of 
of Maury. Uh, Maori? Maury? 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 Maori? 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 Are we talking about the, uh, the, the, the culture Let's of Google. people Let's, in New Zealand? Let, no. Or are we talking about the... <laughs> Are we talking about the show with uh, the uh, I'm not the father thing? Yeah, definitely that one. The tabloid bullshit trash. I, I think fest. that's Maury. Okay, Maury. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> We're so up to date on our, our hit TV culture shows, even though I'm not even sure if that show is still airing. Yeah, who knows? But this this show, rent friend is essentially the same vibe as that, right? If you want to, if, if you're like, oh man, I wish that there was an anime equivalent of really trashy reality TV, right? Like, if you're like, I want Jersey Shore, but animeified. Boy, do I have a fucking show for you. Uh, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Amazingly, I think that makes it more, makes Rent-A-Girlfriend more enjoyable than a lot of the other trash we watch. Is it good? By no means. Would I want to watch more? God, no. But was it at least <laughs> more tolerable than many of the other things we've seen? Sure. And what is the reason for that because fundamentally sean i think there is a human desire for for uber trash and i think rent a girlfriend amazingly it's one of the few super trashy shows that knows that it is super goddamn trashy and so it leans into it it hardly pretends to be anything else and you know what i don't like it but i can at least admire the gumption <laughs> i think you could just call that the domestic girlfriend effect remington <laughs> Uh, I mean, I would definitely much rather watch Domestic Girlfriend. That one, amazingly, I, I I would not be opposed to watching more of, even though I've been told it gets a lot trashier. Um, oh, the, the, the amount of soap opera stuff that goes <laughs> on is just... Oh, it's exquisite. I, I like, felt uh, I felt like I could adequately justify my enjoyment of Domestic Girlfriend. Uh, whereas if anybody enjoys Rent a Girlfriend, it is certified in that guilty pleasure category, undeniably. It cannot belong anywhere else. Well, I mean, isn't it fun to make all of these wanking jokes, though? Uh, we don't get well, to make many masturbation jokes on this show. We've got to earn our explicit tags sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, normally we only earn it through like some explicit language and stuff, which you know that's fine. But people get used to real quick, so it's nice to to get a little bit lewd and crude with it. I mean, other mm. than also all the sister fucking nonsense we discuss. Uh, but yes. you know. <laughs> Hey, but there are no sister fuckings in this show, right? Uh, to this point, I'm just waiting <laughs> for Kazuya, like one of the girls, to be his long lost sister, uh, and then for him Separated to be like, at birth. Yeah, and it'll be like, oh God, and it'll be like, well, that's fine. But then, like, he thinks that he's making out with mommy in the closet at some point for some reason, but it's actually his sister, and it's like, oh no, whatever will we do about this? And the answer is like, get stuck in similarly awkward in lewd situations. Yeah, but hey, on the bright side, Remington, this is a, this is a trashy rom-com where every character is an adult. That you, I cannot express to you how much that helps things. Uh, so some <laughs> of the horny scenes are acceptable to have in some ways. Uh, See, they're not good. Yeah, now, now I'm not critiquing like the fundamental morality of the situation uh, just as a baseline. I'm uh, Now I'm only yelling at them for being immoral pieces of shit uh, as characters. Um, so, you know, a little bit different, a little bit different. Nice to get some variety. I will still say, I can at least respect uh, uh, Kibe for uh, being a solid bro. <laughs> he, well, I mean, he did beat the shit out of his friend. So, let's be honest, Kazuya needed to be punched in the face a couple times. <laughs> and it did have an effect on him, which I definitely, I, I enjoyed that scene. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, you know, you're, you're, you're not terribly wrong. Oh, and I suppose with that being said, Remington, is there any chance you'd like to watch some more rent a girlfriend with me sometime maybe we could get to that episode eight and you can see exactly where things uh where i decided you know what maybe this isn't for me you know if i ever have like a full frontal lobotomy then <laughs> then this show would be perfect so put, put you Is know that another masturbatory joke <laughs> put, put it put it on put it on the back burner for now uh and and once I quite literally lose my mind. We'll, we'll, we'll consider it. Fantastic, Remington. Then without further ado, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, before we get started, though, we do have just a little bit of house cleaning we need to do, including a fuck-up we need to remedy. Ah, uh, shit, what fuck-up? Uh, it, it has to do with our Waluigi's, Remington. Oh, we, we yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to that when we get to the Waluigi's then. Yeah, exactly. So stay in suspense for our fuck-up, because I'll tell you, it's major. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, but if you enjoyed our name talking about, uh, well, masturbation and the pros and cons of it in an anime, uh, then please do us a favor and leave a review on whatever platform you listen on. You have no idea how much it helps us grow as a podcast because it turns out algorithms are a thing and iTunes and all those other places are very brutal about their algorithms. We know most uh, of you are listening on Spotify right now. Just head on over to Apple Podcasts for a brief moment. Do us a solid. We we will we will will thank you in our weeby prayers. Yes, it'll be a great. And you can even, uh, you know, just leave the review and it doesn't matter what you say in the review. You could literally just say Remington is my waifu or I really enjoy big uh, titty demon economics or <laughs> something like that. It could be anything. You could get creative with it. Just as long as you give us a decent rating, we'll love and appreciate you forever. However, if you do want to support us even more directly, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash anime out of context where you can gain access to all of our pre-banter bonus content and have an opportunity for Remington to horribly, horribly mispronounce your name live on the podcast. Speaking of which, Remington, who are we uh, thanking this lovely week? Well, as always, I would like to send our thanks to all of our bland bitch protagonists and our magical girls on the Patreon who we really appreciate, but right above them is our yandere waifus who, uh, <laughs> I was gonna make I was gonna make a, a lewd joke. I'm not going to. I love you, Yandere waifus. Uh, I'm not going have, to. I'm not going to wh- lewd them the against bar? their will. Where's the bar here? We've made like seven different masturbation jokes. Well, I have a list of like, but not at our patron, but right not here. at our patrons' expense, Sean. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to to lewd them because I love them. So Yandere waifus, we have Sarah Birch, Kazu Morocco, Yu Narakami, JoJo Zodiac, Yuliana, Salty Pretzel. Glenn Michael Dolan, Ross Palmer, Jacob Livingston, H. Wood, Zach, aka Gumo Gumo no Waifu, go eat copious amounts of cheesecake, you cheery weeby slut. Farmer, an apology to Rem about apology to Rem how about some silver spoon, weeb. Uh, Alexander Nasiensenio, meow 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 Mewtwo meow. Andrew Rowicki, Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Hito Kirix, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kizmo Kizmo, Ara Ara Onisan, Rare Kumiko, Peter Vlasity, Ready to be Isekai, Kenneth Reed, Ross McBean, Remington Merrill, Visual Bin, Hunter Davies. Alex from Australia. <laughs> That's how it was written. So it needs to be answered with the eggs. Australia. Uh, Apostle of the Church of Remington. Austin Limerick. I like AOT for the etchy. Snap snips. Uh, and snap snips. All right. Thank you all so much. You all are fantastic. But there is. I wasn't a... joking about the mispronunciation. Hey, hey, hey. I do what I can. Uh, and then a tier above. We're going across the pond over to Hogwarts, representing Elijah Wood with a boy wizard tier. Uh, and you know what? This time, uh, we're we're gonna see your guys's your guys's classes. How you doing in your classes? So we start off with uh, a Turnitarian with a solid B plus in Muggle studies. We have uh, Delina Perez. Wow, you're not even using the uh, the uh, wizarding uh, grading system. You're you're gonna use just our boring ass oh, normal fuck. human grading What's, system. How how do, how are they great? I forget. How are oh uh, god. Okay, yeah, I see. Okay, cool. I got it. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I have it. Uh, so you you get an E for ex- exceeds expectations. Uh, in Muggle studies, congratulations, Delina Perez. Uh, unfortunately, you 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 are you are doing dreadful in Frog Choir, Delina. So I I, I you uh, need you need to get those frogs singing. I'll be honest. That, that'll happen when you don't even bring a frog to the choir. Yeah, it's it, you need to do. You, your voice was nice. You didn't you didn't get the lowest grade, but. Like, come on, bring a frog next time. Uh, then we have Miguel Delion, who who has uh, outstanding in in arithmetic. <laughs> uh, hey Remington, out of curiosity, can you tell me what arithmetic is? Uh, it's mathematical magic. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Miguel, you you are are an all star. Uh, for that. Cat Zodiac, uh, on the other hand, uh, just just doing poor, almost almost passing, but not quite. But you are doing uh poor in in xylomancy. So, uh, if if you could. Zy- Xylomancy. Yeah, it, it is. 
Whew, quite it, it's it's often uh, apparently it's often overlooked but it, it's divination that relies upon twigs so you're almost there cat zodiac a little bit more practice you'll pass but you need to up that grade before the end of the year we have pilkster uh p.s y'all better do simfo gear or so help me uh i don't know if you're in a position to be demanding things pilkster considering you got a troll grade uh oh, no. i know the the worst in in defense against the dark arts you you brought dark arts into class and you were casting them all the whole the whole year you, you, there's no chance you're not gonna pass you you caused way yeah. too much mischief pilkster uh it sounds like somebody who would like sinful gear would be that way anyway, so. <laughs> and finally we have enrique perez torres uh and you know what uh, uh, enrique not only did you get an outstanding grade you you were getting like a letter of recommendation uh we're, we're hoping that you you might be able to teach th this class in the future uh and that is none other than herbology you handle plant you are <laughs> You are Neville Longbottom when it comes to plants. You have, oh, man. you've one up Neville Longbottom. Are we talking, Enrique. Uh, are we talking book Longbottom or hot um, movie Longbottom? Uh, hey, if, if Enrique plays his cards right, who knows where it can go? Uh, but congratulations. Have a look at the Longbottom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what the God. fuck is wrong with me? I'm sorry. Who knows? I'm sorry. Please don't hate us. Oh, but we're moving on up. We're going to the totally non-controversial White House to have the Chef and Amusco tier representing Corey in the house. And, uh, on, on, oh, so let's see. We, we've done waifus. We've done husbandos. Husbandos. Now, Sean. Mm -hmm. What, are we going to do ships next? <laughs> Just assign them their favorite, their perfect ship. Uh, sure. Okay, I guess so. You're in charge of this then, because I don't know any of them. So famous, oh God. famous ships, <laughs> John. We, of course, uh, have to start off with uh, dark and spooky. It's the almighty sinner. So we need we need the perfect ship. Uh, what what romance is almighty sinner going to set sail upon? Ah, uh, man. So if we're going to, if he's an almighty sinner, then it's got to be something from Hero Aka. And I feel like, though he may be an almighty sinner, uh, I feel like his favorite ship, is probably uh, Ochako and uh, Froppy, you know, Frog Girl <laughs> oh, and Gravity Girl, because you know you gotta you gotta get the cute cinnamon buns together. Oh, there you go. All right, and um, what about uh, a great classic? Ah, uh, yes, a husbando in my life. Lovely while they last until they leave me a husk who I was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. They're, they're not what? a husk yet, but they will become a husk. Yeah. So since since you have a husbando, let's uh let's give you a a good a good strong waifu ship then, shall we? Uh, let's go with. Sorry, internet cut out there for a hot second. Uh, let's go with. You know what? You get you get Kirishima and uh oh fuck, what's her name? Ah uh, no, please. pink slime girl. What's her name? Oh no, I'm pissing off the Hero Academia fans. Uh uh shit. Pink Slime Hero Academia. What is that? That doesn't help me. What's oh. her name? Uh, Ashido, Mina, Mina, that's her. You get Mina and Kirishima because it's a... I saw a video on this. Apparently it's a uh, childhood friend thing that isn't actually, you know, they actually like each other and are friends. That's, that's a good, healthy Hero Academia ship. All right, so far two ships, both my Hiroaka and both uh, double waifus. All right, we have... I've been catching up on the manga recently. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> then, of course, we have Zachary, Fa Zachary Shirley's favorite anime is Code Lyoko. So uh, what what ship does a good, good old Zachary get? Uh, that would be Kiwi and Oz, I think. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to him. Uh, I think the best ship for uh, for Zachary Shirley uh, is very, it, it, it's got to be, um, you know, let's uh, let's let's flip the script a bit. It's going to be uh, from Haikyuu. It's going to be, it's going to be uh, Hinata and uh, Kageyama. You know, you got to get that good, strong, uh, starts off his rival's uh, romantic uh, friendship blooming. I feel like that's a good choice. All right. And then we have Touchy Diplomat. What do you have in store for Touchy Diplomat? The touchiest of all diplomats I've heard. Oh, man. Touchy Diplomat. Uh, I think Touchy Diplomat would be a big fan of the, a classic one, uh, the uh, Edward Elric and uh, Winry Rockbell ship. I feel like that's a pretty solid one. All right. Then we have Silicon Spectre. Uh, he, he's, he's right behind you, haunting your every waking move, Sean. And what do you have in store for this spooky Spectre? Uh, probably Guts and his broadsword. That seems like appropriate. <laughs> Uh, a beautiful ship. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, and last but not least, we have Thick Mullet, the most presidential of all hairstyles in the White House. Uh, Thick Mullet, what, what sort of ship do you have 
for Thick Mullet, John? Uh, sort of ship mullet. Uh, let's round it up from arguably my favorite uh, little soft uh, ship from uh, FMA. I'm going to go with uh, Mustang and Hawkeye for, for that. Mm, yes, but of course. Uh, and then and then we move on uh, to, to, to the, the worst of our worlds. Uh, this, I think the last, the last time we have to endure the Waluigi yes. tier after this. I'm pretty sure it's gone. It's done for good. But yeah, because our next episode will pop up in October. So I believe that is the end of that. Oh, so my if word. you are on the Waluigi tier, please, for the love of God, change your tier, your pledge tier, because we will. Yeah, there are no more won't... benefits after this specifically yeah. for Waluigi. Uh, we'll just be throwing money away. Just go back down to a normal tier, like the $5, the $10, <laughs> the, the $20 if you're feeling generous. We feel bad that people are giving us so much. Nonetheless, uh, we, we need to start things off. Uh, let, let's 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 do our our mild mild Burger Kinging. Uh, we of course have on on this final Waluigi tier. We have Nvidia RTX 3080 graphics card sold out instantly, and now I am sad. I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, in Nvidia, uh, <laughs> Mr. Nvidia. But uh, although you are sad, is, Sean, uh, this is actually where we fucked up as well because. Uh, uh, our, our dear our dear friend Mr. Nvidia, uh, we <laughs> fucked up and didn't give him their message last week. I, I want I want you to know that it was all Sean's fault. There was nothing. Yeah, I uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's definitely my fault. It definitely has nothing to do with the fact that both of us are incompetent and forgot to actually record it. So you just had Sean confess it himself as the man of the people. It couldn't have been me. So Sean, would you would you like to? I guess read both both messages. Oh man, back to back. Back just casually separate them with with a great. Wah. Oh god, the, the, that's a lot of text. Okay, here we go. Uh wah <clears throat> Gordon Freeman in the flesh. Or rather in the hazard suit. He took the liberty of relieving you of your weapons. <laughs> Most of their were them were government property. As for the suit, I think you've earned it. Uh, the border world Zen is in our control for the time being, thanks to you. Mm, yes. Quite a nasty piece of work oh, you quite. managed to over there. I am impressed. That's why I'm here, Mr. Freeman. I have recommended your services to my employers. They have authorized me to offer you a job. They agree with me that you have limitless potential. You've proved yourself a decisive man, so I don't expect you'll have any trouble deciding what to do. If you're interested, just step into the portal and I will take that as a yes. Otherwise, well, I can offer you a battle you have no chance of winning. Rather an anti-climax after what you've just survived. Uh, fucking Half-Life, man. I, I think my Waluigi just developed into Kleiner there, which is unfortunate. Uh, wah! <laughs> Fuck. Hey guys, if you're hearing this, it means you did it. You won. You kicked the shit out of Hargrove's forces. I knew you could, but this is my wah, wah stop. See, when I came into this world, I was really just a collection of someone else's memories. But with your help, these memories, they, they took form. They became my voice, my personality, and after a while I began to make a brand new memories of my own. All these things are what make me who I am, but they are also holding me back. I can't run this suit as Epsilon, but if I erase my memories, if I deconstruct myself, the fragments I'll leave behind will have the strength you threw this. I believe that. I wish there was another way, but I'm leaving this message as well as others in the hopes that you'll understand why I have to go this time. It was actually Doyle who made me realize something I never thought for. There are so many stories where bra some brave hero decides to give their life to save the day and because of their sacrifice, the good guys win. The survivors all cheer huh. and everybody lives happily ever after, but the hero never gets to see that ending. They'll never know if their sacrifice actually made any difference. They'll never know if the day was really saved in the end. Uh, they just have to have faith. Ain't that a bitch? Fuck. All right, just put, just put that on two times speed, Dylan, and we'll be set. I need I need a cigarette. <laughs> uh, well, I don't, don't even smoke, but I might start after that. Well, here here we go. Now it's time to get uh, political. So we of course uh, next have to thank Amoto Ahigao Uwu, uh, who has the following uh, message, and they they do uh, specify they apologize in advance. Wow, Trump is so annoyed by all the protests going on the West Coast. He just decided to fire all of them. Best wishes to anyone who has caught or has suffered from the fires. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, that's just, so dark. <laughs> just, just Waluigi, Waluigi, big fan of dark humor, but 
does feel bad about it immediately after. And do, does I mean, I feel bad after that. Uh, <laughs> seriously, um, though, guys, stay safe out there, and uh, hopefully something good will come in the future. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we have Killer Queen Requiem. Uh, Sean, would you do the honors of reading their message? Sure, it's not like I haven't read a lot already. Uh, wah, and then wah, we wait wah, to... Wah. <laughs> yeah, and then we just wait to get their message. Oh, th uh, thank you all. Oh, fuck, no. God, any... No, I, I just... I actually just got it. Oh, my God, what perfect timing. I know. Uh, yes. So, for Killer Queen Requiem. Wah, 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 wah. A king must live a life more vivid than any other and be a figure for all to admire. The king is the one who collects the envy of all his heroes and stands as their guide. Us Waluigi's our king! <laughs> Fucking beautiful. God damn that, beautiful. That, that's a good one to go out on, I what, think. What, 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 what a send-off of, of Waluigi's tarnished legacy. Uh, and you know what? If you would like to contact us directly, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, recommendation, or to protest the lack of Waluigi, you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto animeoutofcontext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, uh, don't fuck your sister. Let's be honest, I needed to be punched in the face a couple times. And it did have an effect. I definitely, I enjoyed it quite a bit.